If I could turn back time, if I could find a podcast, I'd take back all the other podcasts you were listening to. It'd just be rated PG. You might not believe it, but we are on the deck of an aircraft carrier with pyrotechnics and a bunch of... The SS Missouri. Was that what it was? I believe so. It is quite quite the scene here. And I'm wearing duct tape. <laughs> right? That was a crazy video. Bob Mackey. Um, welcome to Rated PG. I'm Melissa Pressman. I'm Benji Pressman. And this is our first podcast after the clocks went back so hopefully y'all's didn't forget because by the time you hear this you're you really screwed the pooch this week yeah (laughs) 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 so hopefully that didn't happen to you (laughs) by wednesday you haven't adjusted your clocks you got a problem (laughs) or you just have a great life and it doesn't matter what time (laughs) man what is that (laughs) right i don't even know uh so it's been it's been a week. Yeah. So we had some Halloween. We had some Halloween. That was kind of it. Yeah, that's really it all that happened. All about the the candy, the getting of the candy. I feel like the eating of the candy. When I was a kid, you got candy on Halloween, that was it. Mm-hmm. And now we've seen with Nate and Liam and Charlie, they've had like multiple events or reasons to get candy uh-huh. beforehand yeah like we had like two bags of candy before halloween even started yeah like every like everything that they got candy from you mean yeah yeah that was like halloween related yeah i mean it's our fault as much as anything like it went to the zoo and they had trick-or-treating there i mean but it's not our fault we're just giving our children an amazing life yes that is true that they don't appreciate because they're dicks (laughs) (laughs) well it's age-appropriate dickishness is it i mean appropriate is maybe not the right term but it is developmentally normal dickishness listeners if your kid's a dick And they yell and scream for most of the day about absolutely nothing of importance. Hit us up because I feel your pain. (laughs) I feel it hard. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, we have three boys. Nathan is four. Liam and Charlie are two. And we talk about the movies our kids watch so we don't go. Nutty cuckoo, nutty cuckoo. Oh, a callback. <laughs> nice. Uh, so what did we watch this week? We watched The Incredibles, which IMDb says, a family of undercover superheroes while trying to live the quiet suburban life are forced into action to save the world. Mm, that's not accurate at all. No. The family was not a, all superheroes undercover. No. Only the parents. And really, they weren't undercover superheroes because they weren't superheroes anymore. They weren't allowed to be superheroes. And were they really saving the world or just stopping a guy? Because I don't know if the world was under threat. They really, like, that description really upped the stakes higher than No, but this whole, like, trying to live. They weren't trying, like, whatever. Anyways, let's not get into the IMDb description. (laughs) Because, I mean, usually it's like... 
close, sort of right, or it's like, eh, yeah, that's good. This is wrong. There's a word or two in there that's appropriate. It's wrong. I don't. <laughs> I don't like that description. So the movie opens, and they are doing like interviews with, I like. It's like some sort of documentary, like PBS documentary, or, or, or like sixty minutes something, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they're just like talking to them about like alter egos and what's life like as a superhero, like that kind of thing. And they talk to in this particular clip, we see them talk to Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl and Frozone. We don't see them talk to any other superheroes, even though there are superheroes everywhere. And they do allude to other superheroes. We never see any other superheroes in action in this movie, do we? Uh no. Anytime we see a superhero is in past tense. Yeah. Like in a flashback or something like that. Um, so I just like the way it ends where Elastigirl said leave the saving of the world to the men. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's like thank you, Elastigirl. You know it. And unfortunately, because we are recording this from the past, I don't know what happened on the sixth, so I can't. I can't comment on it, but yeah, I agree Hopefully with the girl. Hopefully not as many parts of our country and the world are being left in the hands of men. <laughs> Please, Jesus, <laughs> let this work out. Uh, so, so there's heroes everywhere, and they're doing good deeds. And then, <laughs> sorry. Got That's all. what heroes do, yeah. <sighs> Got sidetracked. It's not uh, wrong. And then uh, we see now we're now we're like in the time in the reality of the world or whatever. And um, Mr. Incredible is in just like a regular car, like in a tuxedo, driving somewhere. And an alert goes off in his car, and he's like, "Oh, I got time!" So he he transforms his car into the Incredible car. And which like puts him in his suit and everything. And he's like, it's like a, a robbery, an armed robbery. Yeah. And so while he's doing that, then this old lady with the cat and it, she you know, just this like whole thing. runs out right in the street in front of a car that is rocket powered. Yeah. That is ballsy. And he stops. He and does. I mean, like his solution to get the cat out of the tree is to take the tree out of the ground and shake it to get the cat. <laughs> he's very strong. By the way, uh, I believe the main part of the movie said in 1963. Mm -hmm. So that means this is like 1947 or 1948. Okay. That when this opening sequence is happening. Okay. And his car is badass technology for, I mean, this whole universe, their technology is way ahead of our timeline. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, right. I did have some other questions, but the way you're looking at me, I feel like you don't want me to bring them up. <laughs> About time? Like, do you think there was World War II or did that not happen because of superheroes? Uh, they're not in our world, right? So Correct. it doesn't matter. Well, I'm just wondering. Their, their world is not our world. They're not having the same experience that we're having. Do you think there's like a history of racism in their country? No, Frozone's a superhero. And seems to be greatly respected. It's true. Any hoosies. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a good thing he had that tree. 
yeah, so the tree, he stops the bad guys, whatever. So he goes to get to his car to, like, keep going, and then Incrediboy shows up, who's this, like, punk kid who's like, I'm going to be your sidekick. Like, you're awesome. I... And he's like, no, you're like the fan that keeps showing up everywhere. I've done everything. Like, stop. He's like, he's like crossing the line stalker. And he's like, no, no, man. Like, I can do this. Like, I, I invent amazing gadgets. Like, let me let me be your ward. And he, like, shoots him out of the car. <laughs> and, and then he's like, off. And then he sees another thing. And he's like, oh, I, I have time. So he goes to do that. And it was like a guy who had, like, robbed, like, people, a bus or something. Yeah. And then... In that process, he runs into, oh, God, Elastigirl. And, you know, she was like, whatever. I caught him first. And he was like, no, no. And then she did this, like, playful thing and was like, you need to be more flexible. And, like, like snaked all over his body because mm-hmm. she can do that. And then he was like, oh, are you doing anything later? And she, she said. I have a previous engagement. And he was like, whoa. <laughs> and she like goes off and does her like Elastigirl thing she that kinda, you can't yeah. see me doing right now. No, but, but she does her Melissa body. Just stretched her arm out crazy. 10 feet. Crazy. Um, and then. Do you think like pregnancy for her was like super easy? Like not easy, but do you think that made it easier being so like elastic? Maybe. Mm. It's crazy. I didn't really think about it. Um, and then, he, so he, like, deals with the robber. And then everybody's, like, freaking out. Like, there's a crowd of people. There's a big building. And there's a guy jumping from the building. Like, the top. And this is a tall building. This yeah. would be, like, somebody jumping. I don't want to say, like, it's like the Empire State Building, but a skyscraper. And yeah. the person was in, like, the top. So long jump. Off the roof. And they jumped in and... Uh, Mr. Incredible like timed it and like saved him. Yeah, I mean he's super strong, but he also we see this a bit later. I mean he's just a really good athlete in general. Like he can throw really well. He's yeah. got good timing. Yeah, he's got good reflexes. Yeah. So he he saves that guy, and then he's listening, and then who who shows up? Bomb voyage, a mime who's a mime, a, a mime, French mime bomber, a, a mime who loves crime. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you just come up with that? I did. Were you just like sitting on that one, waiting for that moment, or that just popped out? It just popped into my head. Nice. He's like, and and he's he has it's, French, and he's like, Mister Incredible, and he speaks French. Like, there's no, yeah. he does not speak English, <laughs> and then. Incrediboy shows up again. Fucking Incrediboy. And Mr. Incrediboy is like, you need to leave. How old do you think Incrediboy is? 10, 12? Yeah, somewhere around there. And he's like, you have to go. Like, you cannot be here. And (laughs) Bomb Voyage is making fun of him. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, no, I'll go get the cops. And he goes to leave. And Bomb Voyage throws a bomb on him. And it's like stuck to his cape. Which, by the way. Throwing a bomb on a child. They're bad guys. This is not a nice film. And Mr. Incredible is like, no, no. And he like tries to like get the bomb off of him. And he like knocks his boots. He's got like these like jet boots. So it's like messing up his flight pattern and this Would whole you, thing. It's, it's impressive. Incredible. He made them himself. No, it is impressive. But, you know, so then 
Mr. Incredible throws the bomb and it ends up blowing up a bridge where like the like metro train or yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, like an elevated train. Um, is going to go past. So then he had to like stop that. You know, it was this whole mess of a thing. And then he goes down to the cops and they're like taking the little boy away whose name is Buddy. And, um, and he's like, make sure his mom knows what he's been up to. We're going to like, this is what's happening. That blast was bomb voyage. This is this. This is this. I got to go. And they're like, well, wait a minute. Aren't you going to help? He's like, I can't. Any other night I would. And so he leaves and he ends but up at a church. I did like when they're like putting Buddy in. It was like, tell his mom whatever. And he says something about Buddy. He's like, incredible. He's like, he's not affiliated with me. Yeah. <laughs> he's very clear about it. So really, then, really protecting the Mr. Incredible brand. So he shows up at a church and he goes in. And Frozone is waiting there, not in costume. Wait, so he's just Lucius? Is that yeah, Lucius. And then he reminds him that he has his mask on. He goes, he's marrying Elastigirl. Yeah, what I did think was interesting was all these other superheroes were there, but they were in costume. Some were, yeah. Right? So I'm wondering what that like priest was thinking. Like, like they're just like... like f- you're really well connected with the superhero like community. friends with superheroes. Um, and so... <laughs> Giant man and... and <laughs> Skinny lady who looks similar to these very famous superheroes. Yeah, and in in this moment, um, uh, Elastigirl's uh, uh, alias, I guess, or Helen. alter ego is Helen, and you know she was just like saying, like, look, like you've got to, you know, you've put the superhero work like ahead of what we were doing tonight, like, and that's not okay. And you've got to, like, get focused, and we got to, like, be in this together. And he was like, yeah, no, whatever. We're superheroes. Like, what's going to happen? It's going to be fine. It's great. It's like newsreel. (laughs) And then the next thing that we know is that, so Mr. Incredible gets sued by the jumper because he didn't want to be saved. He wanted to die. And then he sustained, he was, like, in court in a big neck brace. He's got all these injuries. And, And Mr. Incredible says, I saved your life. And he says, you ruined my death. <laughs> He's like, you didn't save my life. You ruined my death. <laughs> so, and what I think is really interesting about this movie is I I think I have touched upon this before, but this was the last movie at this moment in time that was put out under the Disney brand. Like they were going to then sort of like, like break as, off. As Pixar as a separate, like in partnership with Disney. Yes. Like they had like a whatever, like three or four picture number deal, deal with yeah. Disney. Like they were going to do that many under them and then they were going to go off. And this was the last one under that. And again, it's like, it's so dark. <laughs> There's a lot like these, the bad guys will kill children. They don't care. And this guy didn't want to live. He wanted to die. Yeah. Like he was committing suicide and he was just like, this is. You ruined that, so now I'm going to sue you. Um, and just, like, a bunch of other stuff. And then I I feel like it was, like, followed up by, like, then whatever it happened, like, Disney then, like, bought Pixar. Mm-hmm. And then the next movie that came out was Cars. And it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, but Cars was probably already under development. It just probably the way was, were, but it but just, like, the way wise. it, like, played out was a little, ugh. So, yeah. anyway. <laughs> but it's... And my timeline could be off, but that's how I remember it in my head. Yeah, I mean, this movie, there is a lot of stuff where you're like, 
this is definitely a movie more for parents. Like a lot of the themes are really like the kids are just not going to pick up on it at all. No, but the kids love this movie. So then, yeah. uh, so because he got sued, it like opened up other other lawsuits against superheroes, and there was one about like this guy who has like X-ray vision, and it was like, is he like a peeping tom? <laughs> <laughs> and like all these like crazy lawsuits, and then they decided that the the government thought it would be easier for them to go underground, and that there would be no more superheroes. Like, so they're not allowed to do superhero work. They call them supers. So, and it made me wonder, are they like mutants? Like, like how do they have these powers? I'm guessing it's something genetic just because of the kids having powers too. Yeah. But yeah, they definitely, they never, they don't explore it or explain it in any way. No. And it is like anybody who's a superhero, they have like a special ability. Like it's not just, uh, like a Batman situation. Right. So Buddy said there are superheroes that don't have powers. So maybe there are some like inventory types or something. No, there's not. But that's what Buddy said. When? He says you don't have to have powers to be a superhero. That's what he that's what he's but trying that maybe to that's say. just his philosophy. Maybe yeah, he's any, trying to say like there's look, no example. I, look, I'm creating the things that you do. So you don't have to have the powers to be a superhero. Look, I'm I could be a superhero too. Look, I invented this stuff. But no, they're all the superheroes in this universe have some sort of ability. Um and then uh so they they go away and then it says like 15 years later. And now I believe the chapter selection cuz our DVD player we always have to do chapter selection. It's yeah. 15 pounds and 50 or 15 years 15 pounds later. 50 pounds later. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um took me four tries to say that. So <laughs> so Bob is working at an insurance company. He does not look happy. He somehow like the way the cubicle is set up, he is like next to like the cement like uh what is that called? Pillar? Yeah. And like so that takes up most of his cubicle and he's enormous. He's a big man when he was in shape and now I mean he's still like he's very dad bod. Yeah. He's I I don't know what dad you see but yes. So then <laughs> like a super ripped in the arms but got a tummy. It'd be like if like the rock got a got little a fat. Yeah. But was still like swole. Yeah. <laughs> he is just a large man. Yeah. And he's talking to a little old lady. And the, he's like, you know, like your insurance claim's been denied. And she's like crying. And she's like, but I'm on a fixed income and I don't know what to do. So then he's like, I wish I could help you, but I can't. I wish I could tell you to go to here. And he's like, write it down. So he tells her everything that she has to do to make this claim move forward. Um, and then in this process, his boss calls and while while Sean showing up again, he has to go to the office and and the boss is just like you know you have to stop like I don't understand why all the people that work with you know how to work the system and he's sort of like but these people like the policy covers this and he's like I don't care like we need to work for our stockholders not for the people buying insurance again a very interesting <laughs> like. That's 2004, so this is pre-Obamacare. <laughs> yeah. But very interesting commentary to be in a children's movie talking about, like, the evils of the insurance industry and, you know, uh, companies serving their shareholders, not their customers. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Um, And so then we, uh, during this time, like, while Bob is at work, Helen calls at one point. 
Um, and we are introduced to Jack Jack, who's a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Helen goes to pick up uh, Dash, who's probably maybe like, I would say like eight. Yeah, maybe eight or nine. Um, and he's in trouble. He's at the principal's office because his teacher said he put a tack on his chair. And she's like, well, do you have proof? And he's like, well, no, but if you look at this video mm-hmm. and he's like, look, I know it's him because look, he moves and there's a tack, but you don't actually see him like get out of his seat. Yeah. Because it turns out Dash is like super fast. He's a like that's, that's his power. And then we go. So we find out not like in the next scene that his name is Dashel. But do you think like they had an inkling from when he was born that he was super fast and they gave him a name that was sort of work or just a coincidence because it's like a comic book? Um, I don't know. That's like a weird question for me to think about because you chose our children's names like four years in advance. No, not not that, but because um, like a writer chose that name, knowing that was his superpower. So yeah. it's really I'm like I I don't know. No, it's hard I'm, to like. I understand that, but I always want to <laughs> just like try to imagine in that world. No, no, I know, but it's for me. It's like it's hard to go. I wonder why they chose that name because they didn't. A writer did who knew he had those superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just like, I don't know. I can't really think that way about a movie. Because if I were to write a movie, that's, that was what animated. that's what I would be thinking about. Like, why would this character give this other character a name as a child? <laughs> I don't. And maybe is, the writers did think about it. I don't Dashel know. Is a family name? I'm not like I had this could have all been like a three day discussion. I have no idea. But for me. Somebody as like, a viewer, one of the writers made that the name. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> that's all that matters. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I can't think of why Helen chose to name Dash that. And I would say that they didn't know that he had the superpower only because of how it is with Jack Jack. Um. So then they go to pick up the final kid, Violet, who is in high school she's got she's she's like 13 maybe middle school yes maybe eighth grade um and uh her superpower is she can be invisible and she clearly uh is invisible in many ways yeah like doesn't necessarily have to disappear to be invisible like her hair is like covering most of her face yeah and you know she's just kind of like that sullen teenager um and it's clear like they're the kids are having a hard time having powers that they can't use. And like there's like stuff like Dash can't play sports and like all this stuff. And he doesn't really have like an outlet for what he has. And Violet just wants to be normal. She doesn't want to be like this. Like she doesn't want to have a power. Right. I mean, any 13 year old kid wants to be different than they are. That's yeah. Pretty normal. No, um, for sure. One of the things. So we see Violet is like outside the school and like this cool boy, Tony, walks out Tony with his butt. And and Violet gets nervous and goes invisible. Mm-hmm. But you can still see her clothes and he's like right there. And I feel like the angle he had, he should have been able to see just a, her clothes with no body visible. Well, also, but anybody on the other side of the right. wall could have just anybody seen around. She just floating blatantly clothes. used her p- powers in public. But I don't even know that she did it on purpose. You think it was like a nervous response? Yeah, like, like it was almost like, like, a, like a blush. Yeah, yeah. 
that's what that particular like that's what in it that felt moment. like in that moment. Um, because also they're not. I mean, outside of the house, they're not allowed to use their powers. So I don't know that she fully understands like everything that she can do or how to control right. them I mean, totally we, or. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, who knows? Maybe puberty changes things too when you're a super. <laughs> so then they're <laughs> they're at home. Bob gets home. He's just frustrated. He breaks the car because he slips on a skateboard. Like, and he's really strong. So like, just like grabbing onto the car to catch his fall. He just it, like, like bends it, and the car is way too small. <laughs> he's ridiculously large yeah. inside that car. And then, so they're they're eating dinner and. It's clear, like, Bob's, like, reading the paper, and it's just clear that he's just not, he's disconnected. He is not involved. He's not paying attention. Right, which, and and Helen is very engaged. And I think it's interesting, the juxtaposition of those talking head interviews at the beginning. Yeah. To where they are now, where Mr. Incredible's like, of course I want to settle down and start a family. Yeah. He's like, sometimes, you know, it's like, you just get tired of all this superhero stuff. It's like, I just fixed this. Why'd you break it again? Yeah. And she's like, I'm not selling down on the top of my game. Yeah. And then he's the one who can't let go yeah. of being a superhero. And she's the one who's engaged in their in the family. settled down family life. Um, so that she's trying to like share with him like what happened at school. And then he gets super excited because he was like, oh man, like they... They, they had it on film and they didn't even see you like oh how fast were you going and she was like no this is a bad thing like he can't <laughs> do this and he breaks the plate and just gets frustrated and goes into the kitchen and takes this paper and then you know we cut back to the kids <coughs> excuse me and they start fighting because um, Dash is making fun of Violet for liking Tony Reidinger, like mm-hmm. having a crush on him. Okay. And then they fight with like their powers. Like he's like running around the table real fast and she's throwing up force fields. Right, which we she learned is invisible, her but she also second power. put up force fields. And these are very much the invisible woman's powers from like the Fantastic Four. Okay. She can be invisible and then she does force field stuff. So it's. And like. I think the line that Mr. Incredible says about you can tell a lot about a woman by the contents of her purse. I think Mm -hmm. that's like a Superman line. Like there's definitely, I'm not well versed enough to catch them all, but there's a lot of references to other comic stuff in here. Oh, okay. For sure. And I'm not versed at all. So I didn't know any of that. Um, so then like, uh, and then Helen's trying to, Helen's trying to stop him and she's got her like elastic arms, like trying to catch him. But they're under the table, like twisting up her arms, like fighting each other. Which it feels like, and then it's she like, should be strong enough to pull them apart. But but then, like they're like screaming. There is complete chaos going on. You can hear it, and he's so sucked into the newspaper that he doesn't even like hear that this is happening in the other room. Well, or is go. that where he sees that Gazer Beam is missing? Yeah, it says like scientist, whatever. Or it was like a superhero rights activist. Right. Well, I don't. I can't remember if that was his job. I think it was that he ha- he was an activist for superheroes, but he might have been like his job was like a scientist or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Bob says, "Gazer B." Um, so that's going on, and then Helen's like calling for Bob. She's like, "Bob, it's time to engage." <laughs> and he comes in. He's like, "You want me to intervene?" He like lifts the table up and they're like fighting under the table and now. The baby's just laughing. And then uh, the doorbell rings and they stop everything. 
And then it turns out that it is Lucius who is Frozone at the door. And so then they're all like, oh, we get to still do our powers because he has powers. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to hide them right now. And Helen's like, oh, well, where are you guys going? And it was like, it's, what was it, Tuesday? It's like, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's like, oh, bowling night. Yeah. So that's where they're. It might have been Tuesday. It doesn't matter. Whatever. That's what they're doing. And I'm putting doing in quotes because that's not what they're doing. They go and they just listen to the police scanner to try and like see if there's like crime fighting that they can do, which Frozone is getting tired of. Like yeah. he doesn't want to well, do this anymore. Frozone has kept in shape. I'm wondering if that's sort of the indication in some way that maybe he is not lost in the same way that Bob is lost. Right. And they're also telling each other stories, which I feel like they have to know all these stories. Because Lucius is telling a story about some bad guys caught him dead to rights. And he's like, he could just take put me on my misery. But then you know what he does? He starts monologuing. So they're also kind of hitting on a lot of the conventions of not just superhero movies, like James Bond movies, too. I mean, there's a lot of James Bondy stuff in this movie in general. Yeah. But so. <clears throat> so the other thing that we see in this moment is that Frozone is being watched. Like, he's mm -hmm. been followed. And uh, the person in the car is, like, that they want to change their, um, who they're following because... Not, no, that happens oh, after, after this stuff. Okay. So, but, so they're being followed, and then they hear on the police scanner that there's a fire. And Bob's like, let's do it. Like, we can actually just, like, save people. Mm -hmm. So they go in the building... It is completely on fire. How they found how they found anybody to save that people aren't already like burned up and dead with how much this like apartment building is on fire is amazing. Yeah, and they have a few people each stacked up on their shoulders. Yeah. And you know, and then it was like Frozone couldn't make his ice because that's his thing, is that he just basically makes ice shoot out of his hand. Yeah. And um, like but it's too hot. There's no water in the air. So he's got nothing to pull from. Yeah. So he, and he's dehydrated. So he's got nothing to do. And so then Bob's like, okay, follow me because the building's going to come down, which is my thing is like, I, either this building is very poorly made, like the materials it's made out of, or I, I mean, I could be wrong, but for a building to them have been burning long enough to just collapse, I feel like the people in it wouldn't be alive. Yeah. They they were they bit burned well, already. Maybe they're all dead. We don't know. Uh, no, they're not. No. So then they. I don't know why I sounded such disappointed those people live. <laughs> so they <laughs> so they break through, and right after they do, the building just fully collapses. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we made it!" And he goes to stand up, and then it turns out they're in like a jewelry store and, and the alarms go off and they have like ski masks on because they don't want people to see them yeah. just in case because they superheroes don't exist. Right? Well, it's not that they don't exist. They're just, it's illegal to right. do superheroes. And they don't want to put on their costumes because then people would know, who, know they, who they were. Yeah. At least they're, they're superhero identities. We're back. So, so that happens. The cop shows up. And he's like, freeze. And Frozone's like, I know, I know, I know. You said freeze. Like, and he drinks some water and then obviously yeah, I was gonna say, like, him. One sip of water really rehydrated him. And so then they get out of there. And Lucius is just like pissed. Like, he doesn't want to do this anymore. And he's like, we're going, like, something's going to happen. Yeah. 
And so after all that happens, then the person that's following them is like, she wants to change who they're following because she's like, I know that this is, this the, is the one he's been looking for. That he's been looking for. Um, Which so, I really feel like it wouldn't be that hard to find. Like, let's just look for giant blonde men. <laughs> so then Bob is, <laughs> he gets home and Helen's waiting up for him. And she and she's pissed because one, he didn't get home like at eleven. He's home even later. Two, he's got like rubble on his jacket and he she's like, What are you doing superhero work again? And he's like, It was just like a little workout to stay loose. And she was like, No, every time you do this, if something happens, we have to move. Right. So like the, they basically they're in like witness relocation. And they've had to move several times because he's probably he keeps blown their cover. Doing stuff that blow yeah, that blows the cover. And she's like, this isn't okay. Like, you're missing out on, like, everything that's happening around you. Like, everything that's happening with the kids. And he, they get into this fight about how, like, he wants Dash to play sports. And he doesn't want to go to, like, his, like, stepping up ceremony or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. I agree with him that if it's they're going from fourth grade to fifth grade, that's a bit ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But I think the implication is also, um, and this... I feel like this movie maybe got a little bit of there was like the one detraction on this this mm -hmm. theme of like well if you're special you should be like the the mindset of like some people are just better than other people mm -hmm. and so like why fight that and I think that I mean he's only saying we should be able to maximize our our abilities but some people felt if the movie was saying like if you're better than other people at something like you should like lord it over him like there was some like i felt like there was some chatter in that direction Plus, i don't know i just i never got that impression like the, me neither the impression i got was this is who we innately are like we're born this way like we didn't we didn't go hey give me superpowers they just came with who i was and i'm now being told i'm not allowed to be who i am yeah that's what I got out of this movie. And that it was it it was affecting everybody that they weren't allowed to just be who they were. Um and so they have a fight and Dash and Violet are there and they're like, Don't worry, everything's fine. We were just, you know, yelling at each other. <laughs> but we're we love each other, so don't worry about it. So he goes, you know, so it's the next day, he's at work. And he gets called into the office and his boss, again, is super pissed. Yeah. And then Bob sees, like, somebody getting mugged in the alley and, like, beat up. Like, yeah. you can you tell, the guy, like, like, the guy's, kicking like, him kicking in the ribs him and, and punching him and all this stuff. And, he, and, and the boss just makes a comment, like, well, let's hope we don't insure him. Mm -hmm. And then the the um, robber, like, basically is like, ugh, nothing good here and just runs away. Um, and Bob was like, he got away and he was so pissed because yeah. he could help. And the boss had basically was like, if you leave, I'm going to fire you. So you turn around now. And like, yeah, he it's turns a real around, power play, but he turns around and you see that the doorknob has been squashed. Yeah. <laughs> and he is not happy. And then he said something, I don't know what he said, but it like just set him off. Oh, I think it was the insurance thing. Like, let's hope we don't insure him. 
And Bob just reaches out, grabs him with one hand, and throws him through several walls. Yes. You just see him like slam against the wall. And then the camera pans and you see like multiple walls with a man sized hole through him. (laughs) And then. And everybody's like, what? And so then he's like, oh, God. And then there's a guy who uh, I don't remember his name, but he's obviously the guy who like handles everything. Yeah. He's their, like, government liaison. And um, he's like, you know, Bob, this just gets more and more expensive, and we can't help you anymore. Like, this is, like, it. It's too much. And he and he's like, I mean, if you want, like, we can relocate your family, like, for old time's sake. Like, I'll help you guys out, but I we can't keep covering for you. Like, this is not going to work. Because not only do they have to, like, take care of this guy's, like, medical bills, but now they have to go through an entire company and basically like brainwash them so that yeah. they forget that they saw this moment happen. And I think he's like, I mean, and that we just can gets re- expensive. It's like, I think we can relocate you like one last time. Yeah. And but I was like, no, I can't do that to my family. Yeah. So, and he's like, but you know, he was like, I'm fired. Right. And he was like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets home and he's like emptying out the contents. He rips the manual in half. It's like a phone book. Yeah. That's like, and he rips it in half. Man like competition nothing. type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, he then he hears like a thud in the trash can. He pulls it out and it's like this manila envelope, which he didn't know about. And he goes into it. And it, it this is like a crazy technology. It's thing like an iPad. And then it like it like the, pops, the up pops up and it up. like uh, it like scans mm-hmm. him. And it's like Mr. Incredible confirmed uh, confirmed. And he's like, what? Like and then the um, Mirage, that's her name. She shows up on the screen and it was like, that's right. We know who you are. We want to hire you. We'll pay triple your annual salary. Um, and just know that you can do great work and supers aren't dead. Yeah. And it like spits out a card with her number. And then while it's going on, he's like looking around his because he's in his office and it's all like newspaper clippings of things he's done. Yeah. All his memorabilia, including one where he's on the cover of Glory Days magazine. Yeah. I was like, this is a little bit on the nose. And so then obviously this is like, exactly what he wants yeah to be like back to that time of his life yeah and and then the thing self-destructs and yeah. sets off the sprinklers in the house yeah and <laughs> the kids go crazy i love that i love dash's reaction he's like Woo! the fires <laughs> the fires the sprinklers are going off so then he's out with Helen. They're like drying off all the books and everything. And she's like, you know, what's going on? You seem super distracted. And he's like, uh, work. And she's like, what uh, happened? Uh, yeah. And he's like, no, they, they're going to send me on a conference. And she's like, that's amazing. This is a good thing. They've never done this before. You're actually, you maybe you'll get like a raise or something. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's great. And so then he goes to an island. Yeah, he gets his... Mr. Incredible suit back on. It doesn't mm-hmm. quite fit. And basically he goes on like this special assignment with Mirage where he has to find this robot. It's on an island. And the whole setup is that they've made this robot, this company. It is a learning robot. So now it's impossible to get rid of it because it basically takes everything that you're doing to it and incorporates it into its own like fight plan so it can defeat you. Um, and so, and, but then also it's super expensive, so they don't want it totally broken. Like, so it's like this whole thing. Um, and then he actually like defeats the robot, which is a big deal. Yeah. So he's a little out of shape. He's panting, whatever, but he figures out a way 
Like the robot almost gets him, and he ends yeah. up like in the middle of a volcano on this yeah. bed of lava. At one point, he gets a crick in his back, and then yeah. the robot stretches him out and fixes it. And he's like, "Ah, yeah." Then he basically gets the robot to kill itself. Yeah, um, and then uh, stuff happens. So then he's then there's sort of a montage, and he's like, "Oh no, I that's I just I found it in my notes." So then he meets Mirage for like dinner and the the guy that he's like working for that he's never met. So he knows nothing about this guy lives in the volcano. And there's like a thing like where like the lava like splits. Yeah. And you can go in and out of whatever it is. Um, and so then um, Mr. Incredible is just like asking questions and she's not really giving answers. It's just like, you know, he's just powerful and whatever. Um, so then, then is the montage of him getting better. Right. So it's sort he's of, like exercising. He gets a cool new car. He gets hell in a new car. He's, yeah. He's like, I mean, he's working out at a train depot, like pulling trains and like lifting them up. Yeah. Does nobody notice I guess some not. guy on the train yard, like throwing train cars around? And and Helen thinks that he's just like, because he leaves for work at the same time right. every day. So he's still going to work. And they're all and like smoochy and pinching each other's butts. Yeah. And Helen thinks that he is just like crushing it at work. Yeah. Like just like working his way up the ladder. Um, and then he notices in his super suit that it has like a hole in it. Yeah. So he goes to see Edna, who used to design all the super suits. And uh, voiced by the director of the movie. Oh, really? Brad Bird, yeah. Huh. Pretty sure. Um. So he's there, and Edna's very funny, and she was like, "Oh, this hobo suit," and she throws it in the trash. <laughs> and he was like, "No, no, I just like I just need a patch job. That's all I need." And she was just like, "Ugh." Uh, and then she's like, no, we need to make you a new costume, like based on like everything that exists now. Like this is, I don't look at the past. Uh, I yeah. only work in the now or something like that. And she basically is like, I would never do it, but it's clear she really wants to. Yeah. But she needs him she's to like, ask. Don't ask me. I'll say no. Like, <laughs> it's like this whole thing. So, um, and he starts getting excited and he says, well, what about, oh, this guy had a good look with that cape. And she's like, no capes. And then she like gives all these explanations as to why. This is the only time we have seen supers yes, in action. So we see like superheroes doing stuff, and they but then their caps dying. get like snagged like in like a tornado or typhoon or on, on a, a missile. missile. And so she's like, no capes. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. Um, and at that time, uh, we cut back. Helen is like in the house like cleaning stuff. She notices like a white blonde hair outside and it's like, that's weird. And then goes to, what is she doing? She's oh, she of, was like, vacuuming. Accidentally knocks the door open to his No, office. no, no. She's vacuuming. And then like a bunch of stuff gets picked up right outside of the office and she's like, God damn it. No, I mean, his floor was gross based on the noise that vacuum was making. When right. She went in I was there. like, it sounded like she was like picking up like, shards of glass. It's like in those commercials for a vacuum where they're like, look, well, you could vacuum up gravel. Yeah. That's what his room crazy. sounded like. Um, so then she finds that she sees his super suit and then she sees the sewing. Yeah. And she was like, Edna. Like she knew. So she calls Edna. And Wait, Edna. Is this after he's gone to his conference? Like, cause he, yeah, he, he left already. So he gets another call to yeah. go. So the one thing I thought was weird was like, they didn't give him a communicator. They're calling him on his home phone. Mm -hmm. So 
Helen also picks up and like hears the conversation. It's sort of like, yeah. that doesn't sound like a regular work conversation. Yeah. No, that's weird. So, um, so she goes to see Edna because Edna was like, oh, all the suits turned out great. And she's like, what are you talking? Like, I just, you sewed Bob's suit. Like, what's going on? She's like, oh, just come. Like, it's too much to, to tell you. Come. You have to come to my house. Come. Don't make me beg. So <laughs> she goes and they sit down and then she starts explaining everything. And she's like, Jack Jack's like suit does this, this, it's this. like fireproof, and bulletproof. It can like, so she's got like this like room that shows what all the suits can do. And like, like it has like Jack Jack being like shot at by like <laughs> machine guns. And then I think there was like a laser and yeah. set them on fire. I mean, it was like all this like crazy stuff. And she's like, what? Jack Jack doesn't have any powers. And she's like, well, you know, I just. There's always good to be prepared. You know, you never know. And then, <laughs> and then she showed Dash's suit where he could run really fast. And then she showed uh, Violet's suit, go which can go invisible. invisible so then she's her. completely invisible. Um, and then she shows her suit and she like does this thing where it like twists her arms and legs and then she shoots missiles. Yeah, like at it. And fine. she's like, and she's like, and it's breeze like Egyptian cotton. <laughs> and then she's like, and it's machine washable. That's a new feature, dear. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's important. And she, and you don't want to take that to the laundromat or dry cleaner. You no. Know? And Helen is freaking out because she's like, why do you have, why did you do this? What's going on? Like, we're underground. We are not, we don't do superhero work. Like, why did you do this? And she was like, oh, I thought you knew. Like, why would he keep things from you? And she's like, I, he doesn't. Like, I know what's going on. He's she's at like, a conference. And she's like, do you? Do you know where he is, darling? Do you? So then. And Anna says that she put a locator, a tracker in all the suits. Right. So, yes, but that hasn't come up yet. But then she goes, not she goes, but uh, Bob is on the island. Right. And I, I, I just want to say he was like flying in this cool plane. Yeah. Eating shrimp scampi. And I just, I don't like shrimp scampi. Okay. But I mean, it's like the cool, like evil villain lair. Like yeah. you should know something's not good when like it's a secret island and your plane goes underwater into a lagoon and then a special place where it drains the water out. Yeah. Whenever there's that much technology, like, yeah, that's not government. No. So he shows up. That's a bad guy. <laughs> he shows up and Mirage like gets him in the, they never said they were government. No, she said we're a secret government, like a super secret government. Like the first message. I oh, think they said she? they were government. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were just like a company. I thought that was his, like he was told they were a company. I thought, I thought, or maybe they were contracting for a part of the government. Maybe that was it. I don't know. So then uh, he gets on like the little elevator thing, whatever, that like shoots all over the place. They're, I don't know. It's like a train, but it's just like a sphere. Yeah. I don't know what to call it. A sphere. Um, and then. Which is reminiscent of a show called The Prisoner, I believe, which was all like a secret island of people who knew too much and they assigned numbers and they travel around those spheres, I, I feel like. Okay. There's a Simpsons like that too. Um, and then. Uh, so he gets on, Mirage is like, nice suit. And he's like, thanks, because he's got his new suit on. And then she's like, you just have to be in the conference room at this time because you're going to. Um, then you'll get like debriefed or whatever mm -hmm. as to what's happening. 
So he's in the conference room. Nobody else is there. And then the robot busts through. And he's like, oh. And then there's like this voice. It's like, it's bigger. It's better. And then it's this guy, Syndrome. That's, yep. that's what he's calling himself. And it turns out that it is Buddy. Yeah. Who went crazy. He basically started using his inventive capabilities to mm-hmm. make weapons and got, I mean... A gazillion dollar He's probably rich. like 25, 27. Yeah. Enough to like secret island with hundreds of minions. And no, I mean, he really, he really did well. Um, but look, I mean, he's selling weapons. That is people, lucrative. Yeah. People will buy that. So. And he's like, but I, and he catches uh, Mr. Incredible. Like he starts telling him the whole thing. And Mr. Incredible like sneak in and start throws. Yeah. Something at him, and he's like, "Oh, you caught me monologuing! I can't believe it!" Oh, you sly dog. And he's got some powers called zero point energy, like you can't move while you're zapped. Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm gonna get you!" And Mister Incredible starts running. Excuse me, and he gets to this like point where well, it's he's like, like a waterfall. He's like tossing him around, and then just throws him too far. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's what happens with the zero point. He's like throwing him. He's like, oh, God damn it. He's like, oh. So then he has to go get him. He landed in water and then ends up like at a waterfall. Yeah. And jumps. And then um, Buddy is like, well, let's see how he does with this. And goes and sends down. I guess it's a bomb. Yeah, it looks like a spoon. Yeah. And I'm like, does it need to be beeping and flashing? Like maybe if you just drop it in, it's not beeping and flashing. Nobody knows it's a bomb. Right. So then... Mr. Incredible does notice and goes swimming into a cave. And because he's super strong. And gets shot through with the water. and He can swim really fast because he's super strong. Well, I think the... And then the blast like pushes him. Yeah. But he gets away pretty quick. He does get away quick. Um, And then we cut back to Helen and she's like crying because she called the insurance company and they were like, yeah, he hasn't worked here in like, like months. Two he got months. fired. Yeah. And she was just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And then Helen, uh, not Helen, um, Edna. Edna was just like, here, there's a tracking device in the suit. Just like press this button. So she's like, oh, <laughs> uh, she's like, I don't know what to do. And she's like so upset. And then Edna was like, you are a girl. Like, <laughs> You know what to do. And it was like she gave her this whole pep talk. Um, And then we cut back to Mr. Incredible. Like he was in a cave. He saw there was like um, a pile of bones and it was gazer beans. Mm -hmm. And then um, and he saw like he had like written something with his eyes and it was Kronos. Kronos. And so he was just like, all right, I'm going to remember that. And then Mr. Incredible hides behind the bones when some like robot drone comes and scans Scans for for life. And the, that robot tells Buddy slash Syndrome, no signs of life. Yeah, that that's it. So then um, stuff happens. Yeah, so then Bob is like sneaking back into the oh, yeah, facility. Oh, so, yeah, so he's back in the, he's with the computer. He's actually really good at infiltration. He is. So he's, He like gets by all these guards. He gets to this computer room. He does all this crazy stuff. So he's in the computer room, and he puts in Kronos, which then unlocks and lets him in. And then he sees that there's like all these um, supers uh, next to robots. And then it would say like terminated over the robot. 
So then they brought in another super, and then because he was trying to get it ready for Mister Incredible, yeah. so this is version so he was, nine or something. Yeah, so he would it. just kill supers, so he could find out what's the best way to kill Mister Incredible. Mister yeah. Incredible. So Helen is, you know, with E, she's freaking out, and E is, you know, she put the tracking devices in the suits so she's like use it like find out where he is so helen presses the button and then when she does it it sets off like the homing device in mr incredible suit which then sets off the alarms mm-hmm. in the the space that he's in and then he gets shot up with all these like tar balls is what it looks like yeah i was trying and to think like, what those reminded me like of, he couldn't yeah. he was like trying to like fight him but he couldn't and as it's like closing over his face you see like part of mirage's body yeah and like things are getting fuzzy. Um, and then so Helen goes home, she's packing, she's trying to figure out what to do. And the kids, well, not the kids, like Dash is like running around and he gets the suit and she's like, Get back here. And oh. she's like, She's like, I gotta pack. And <laughs> I feel like this is something that That's like the dynamic in her house all the time. But I feel like they do the family dynamic very well in this movie. And I love just the like. <laughs> well, because like, no, I have to pack. Like, because stop it. Because she was like, Violet, you're gonna be in charge. I'm leaving for. I'll be back tonight. But you guys like do your homework, eat dinner, and go to bed. And it was just like, oh, okay, why? And she's like, I can't tell you, but this is. What yeah, you she's need to like, know. It, and Violet says something like, "Is Dad in trouble, or is he, or is he the trouble?" And I think she says, "He's either." In trouble, or he's going to be. Right. <laughs> and then, like, Dash is like, he puts his suit on. He's like, ooh, the Dash. The I like dash. it. And then he gives Violet hers. And he's like, this is for you. And she's like, well, how do you know? He's like, it just, it is. This is yours. And then they're like, she's like, kicked him out of the room. And she's like, well, why do you think these are so, like, like special? And he's like, well, why, do you, why was she trying to keep it a secret? Mm-hmm. And then she goes to touch it, and it disappears with her hand. So yeah. she's like, oh, so this... Wearing this suit makes her completely invisible. Um, but I just found the like your tr- the feeling of trying to get something done and then just having kids and like, what's going on? What are you doing? Yeah, let me help. Yep. I want to be a part of this. What's happening? Uh, uh, <laughs> that happens all the time in yeah. our house. So then, <laughs> so she borrows a plane from Some, Snug. Snug. Some this like is, it's a weird. This is a weird thing because one. The phone rings and she just picks up and goes, hey, Snug. I'm like, she didn't say hello and wait to hear who it is. No. She just knew it was. It's one of those TV movie things that always bothers and me. But also, in the bedroom, it was pictures of Helen and Bob and Helen and Snug. <laughs> like, right. She, or, it was like a Or did weird... she pull it out of a drawer? <laughs> I don't Maybe she doesn't. Maybe he had, Bob has the office and she didn't get her own space. So she's got to like keep her knickknacks. But it, I don't it's know. From, it was a weird. It's like, her. They're like, she's kind of dressed like Amelia Earhart, like, like pilot clothes from like that era. Yeah. But I don't know. I just like, wouldn't you be weirded out if I just like put up a picture of me and some other dude? Yeah. That'd be strange. Even if you, you knew him, like it was like this was not like a secret. Like yeah. you knew this person. He'd been in both of our lives. But this was just a picture of me and him. On the wall in our bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, strange. If you were, <laughs> I just thought that was odd. <laughs> yeah, we we keep those kind we we have lots of pictures of us with people in our lives, but yeah. but not in our bedroom. Not in our bedroom. <laughs> so then 
So then she is flying. She's on her way. And she's like trying sweet to jet. talk to the like tower, the flight tower to mm-hmm. like land. And nobody's getting back to her. And she's like, Ugh, okay. So she goes to put on her super costume because she's just like, this is, I think something's bad. And she goes to throw her bag on the 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 chair. Yeah. And Violet says, ow. And she's like, Violet. And then Dash shows up. And then they're arguing about why they're on the plane. And it was like, I had to follow Dash. And Dash was like, no, you said we had to do it. Like, it was like this whole <laughs> thing. And she was like, well, what about Jack-Jack? And they and they're like, she, did you leave him alone? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's what we did, yeah. Mom. Come on, Mom. No, he's with a babysitter. So she calls the babysitter. <laughs> and at one point, and there's another, like, bonus, like, movie called Jack-Jack Attack where we see... What's happening. What happens with the babysitter, but that's, it's very funny. So if you happen to be able to see bonus features for that movie, check out Jack Jack It might Attack. be on YouTube or something. Like it that. might, but it's very funny. Um, and then uh, uh, at one point we cut back to Bob in like all strapped up and he, he was just like, Syndrome was like, I can't believe like you called for somebody like you suck and I thought you were like super awesome and yeah. you're not. And who did you call? And he's like, I didn't call anybody. I didn't even know there's a homing device. So they play the tape of Helen. Like trying to call and the air traffic control. He has like a face of recognition. I think he even says Helen. He, yeah, he might even. And he's like, oh, so you do know this person. Okay, well, we're going to say hello. So he like launches yeah, missiles at the plane. Syndrome just fires some missiles right at him. Um, and then uh, while Helen's on the phone with the babysitter, she notices the missiles and she was like, kids, sit down. She's <laughs> like, like, strap in. And I guess it was like, and he and Syndrome does mention it's a government plane. Yeah. So it has some like defensive countermeasures. She's like shooting off little like like uh things to attract the missiles and stuff. And she's a really good pilot. She is, and she's like trying to avoid, and she's like dodged a couple of the the missiles and they've like exploded into each other. And you know, and she's just she keeps calling and being like abort like like saying all this stuff to like get it to stop and then it finally gets to the point where she's like there's children on board bob's freaking out and and you see mirage and she well yeah mirage is like this is not okay actually has like "Uh oh this this guy might this isn't uh what i thought was going on (laughs) and then (laughs) and then um Helen's been yelling at Violet the whole time, like, you put a force field around the plane. Yeah. And Violet was just like, I don't know how, like, you never, we were not supposed to use our powers. I don't know how to make one that big. And she was just yelling and then finally, like, sees that they're not going to get away from the missiles. And so she throws herself over her kids, like, as the missiles hit and the plane explodes. The plane explodes. It's a good thing she got that suit from Edna. And. Well, I don't think that the suit keeps her safe. Well, but from the like fire and explosion, probably if it can stop bullets. keeps her skin safe. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then, uh, which again, like this was like this whole thing where I'm like, that is exactly what you would do. Like, if you as a parent knew that, like this was inevitable, you're gonna do whatever you can to like save your kids. Mm-hmm. So then they're they like fall, they they land in the water. She this whole thing. Parachute body. They're they're freaking out. And Dash she's is like, like, we're dead. We're dead. We're dead. And she splashes him. I love this part because she's like, get it together. You're so help me. You will be grounded for a month. Yeah. <laughs> just like, Which is the kind of thing where you're like, oh, so we're going to, mom knows we're going to get through this. This is normal, even though it's crazy. Okay. 
I'll listen to mom. It's very <laughs> like that. <laughs> Again, it's like the family dynamic. Like, yes, they're superheroes, but <laughs> no, get your shit together. Yeah. This, we cannot do this right now. So now they have to use their superpowers. So in order to uh, get to land, she it forms her body into like a boat. Dash moves his legs very fast. Yeah, so like, they can, like a, like a motorboat. Yeah. Um, and they get there and then she's like, look, I'm going to go find your dad. And she's like, listen, here are your masks. This is like your identity is your most like precious thing that you have. So be safe. And remember, like these is n- these guys are not like the ones that you would watch in your cartoons. Yeah, they're not going to hesitate. They will kill you. They will kill you. Like they don't care that you're kids. So just use your powers. So then they put masks on. What holds those masks on? Because they like move with their face. I don't know. Some crazy tech going on there. And then Violet, as as Helen is leaving, is like, "Mom, I'm sorry. I couldn't do the force field." Mm-hmm. And Helen says, "You know what? It wasn't fair of me." To ask of that of you. Yeah. When the time's right, you'll know what to do. Because you're a superhero. It's it's, in your blood. You'll just know. So then she And I thought that was also a good parenting moment. Because, you know, sometimes you get stressed out and you make unreasonable requests of your kids. And sometimes you have to go back and be like, that wasn't fair to you. Yeah. And other times you have to say, just get your shit together. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Uh, So then then, uh, Helen is going and she's looking for Bob. And in her like way of in in we, looking, she gets stuck. Was there already the scene where Bob catches Mirage and is like threatening to kill her? Yeah, that actually that happens like right after okay. because he because he thinks his entire family's dead. Yeah. Um and uh he's like and he goes to cause syndrome says something like like cocky like, like a little snot do it i dare you whatever no no, no. before that he oh. says something so he's gonna go grab syndrome and she pushes oh. syndrome out of the way so he grabs her instead oh yeah after he, the he bob like the, the plane blows up mm-hmm. i think uh syndrome says something like well you do like to work alone yeah yeah he yeah he got snotty man that buddy really should have gone over that. I think if he'd just gone to a good therapist. Well, he didn't. So then, <laughs> so Elastigirl's looking for Bob. So we're going to keep moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> she gets stuck. And it's this like amazing thing where like her leg gets stuck. So then she's like stretching. And then her torso gets stuck. And then her like arm gets stuck. And it's like this whole crazy thing. But she beats ends up like up, five like, guys. Beats up like five guys while she's stuck. Um, and then like shoves them into like a thing so people don't know that it's happening. Then, uh, so she's like seeing all these things, she's seeing like a rocket and all this stuff. And then we cut back to the kids and Dash is going to like explore in the cave. And then he notices like this weird thing, like where it stops being a cave and it's just like this like smooth metal, like tube. Yeah. Basically. Or a concrete tube or something. Something. And then, he sees the fire and and like runs to get Violet right. to get them out of the cave because that for whatever reason I don't know how these things work because they launched a rocket from underground so I it guess like goes out through the top of the volcano the fire needs to go somewhere to go yeah. somewhere so they had set it's like all that venting. up yeah um because any rockets I've seen launched not in person I've never seen them in a person apparently but it's really cool it's 
outside. Yeah. So the <laughs> and well away from people. From people. So so I guess that's just what you have to do. Yeah. Um so you know, really? if Dash hadn't been exploring the cave, they would have been incinerated. As an aside, uh, Syndrome did a really good job designing that island. Like, he really, He's very talented. He's a very... Like, really cool... Very talented inventor. Like, 60s mod decor. Like, everything works. Like, yeah. all sorts of cool tech. No, he's great. You know, they grow their own food. Really, almost a uh, utopia. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so Helen's looking, da-da-da. It's morning. The kids wake up. Dash is like snuggling his sister and wakes up. It's like, oh, Ugh, gross. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> cooties. And then he sees, I don't think it's cooties. No, I think it's, it's more just like, a, oh, I was oh, my cuddling sister. my sister. Gross. <laughs> so he sees a bird and he's like, oh man, this bird's crazy. And then it was like voice recognition. And he's like, Violet, this bird talks. And then it was like, denied. <laughs> like this alarm system goes off. And then Violet was like, oh my God, run, Dash. Like, we got to go. And then um, uh, after that happens, uh, like all these people are released and um, Mirage goes to Bob and she lets him go. Mm -hmm. And he goes and he's just like basically like going to like crush her like trachea because he's he's that. I mean, he probably barely has to do nothing. It's really probably harder for him to not crush stuff. Right. Um, And then. Uh, she, she was like, no, your family's alive. Like they survived the crash. And then that's when Helen shows and up. And then he like hugs Mirage and that's exactly the moment <laughs> Helen shows up and just decks. <laughs> well, she goes, she's like, uh, oh, you must be Mrs. Incredible. And she just punches her from like back 30 feet room. away. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bob's like pulling her in. He's so excited. It's basically like her. he does that move you do on the dance floor with the invisible rope. Yeah. But it's actually her arm. But and it's he's her like arm, yeah. pulling her and in. And he pulls her in and, and he's just happy to see her. And then Mirage is like, your kids have tripped off the alarm. And she's like, oh, great. Now our kids are in trouble. And, <laughs> and he's like, well, why did you bring them here? She's like, I didn't bring them here. It's <laughs> so like that they're like running in their superhero costumes, fighting. like bickering about their kids. <laughs> So then, uh, so like Dash is like running around super speed. Well, so the like the guards show up, and Violet is like, "Dash, remember what Mom said?" And he was like, "What?" She was like, "Just run!" And she like disappears, and he's like, "All right." So he's gone really fast, and she's invisible, and he's like just like running and there like are these like weird doing all these like crazy things. Cause he's never, again, this is like, they've never been he's allowed really been to like fully like, just like legs. let their powers just be. And then he's like running through the forest and he sees water and he's like, Oh God. And he runs onto it. And then he realizes he can run on water. Cause he's running that fast and he's Jesus. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Duh. well, and then <laughs> one thing on this scene. So they're, He's being chased by these guards in these weird like hover circle things that yeah. have blades so they can cut through the jungle. Yeah. But the s- sound effects are like, I feel pretty confident, very much ripped off from like uh, Return of the Jedi when <laughs> that, when they're on the forest moon of Endor and they're on the land speeders like Princess Leia and Luke. And like the noises are the same it's like through a forest it is 100 percent an homage like i think brad bird really likes george lucas that's what i'm saying i don't know what you just said you remember the planet with the ewoks 
Oh, I remember the Ewoks. I loved that movie so when, when I was a little kid. Do you remember how Leia met the Ewoks? No. She fell off her land speeder. I remember the Ewok movie. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even know if I've seen that movie. Anyways, all I'm trying to say is Star Wars. And now you can say... Nerd. There it is. So then... <laughs> uh, so Dash running water... Violet is staying away. So he's figured out ways to like, he's either like beat people up or like, and these planes are just like exploding. So clearly these guys are just dying. Yeah. He, Dash is probably responsible for five deaths by the end. At of least. Scene. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Violet's just been like running away. There's been one person going after her and he finally is like, she goes in the water. He's shooting at her and then throws like dirt in and he's like, I ah, found you. And he's going to shoot her. And then Dash runs by and then he's like, don't mess with my sister. And then something happens and he's stopped and the guy's going to like shoot him. And mm-hmm. I think he just got like frozen just because he had a gun pointed at him. And then just scary before scary. it happens, like Violet like jumps in front of him and in her force field, like covers both of them. Yeah. And she's just like suspended in the air. And in he the was like, how are you doing this? And she's like, I don't know. Just run. And he's like, all right, well don't stop. And then he basically like hamster wheels them out of there. Yeah. And so they're running and Bob and Helen are running and they're still fighting. And he's just like, look, I, you're trying to get, be mad at me, but I'm just happy you guys are alive. And then the kids run them over and they're like, oh, my God, we found you. We're so happy, blah, blah, blah. And then they all like the guards show up and they're all doing like their thing. And they're like fighting them as a family. They really just lockstep like they are meant to be a team because Dash is like, all right, I'm going to do a cyclone thing and put up a dust screen. And then Violet's like blocking shit with her force fields. But then once Bob and Helen get going, I really like that they just like blow shit up and then. They kiss and the kids are just like, holy crap. Because they've never really seen their parents in action. No, and but they, and they're like, like they are they're like crazy. Whoa. Like, I can only imagine if suddenly I saw my dad like lift up a car or some shit. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've seen that, but not like really like throwing a plane across to hit another plane. Or right. Like, Helen no. doing some crazy bendy stuff and wrapping people up. And then Syndrome shows up and he's like, wait a minute. And he's like, the whole, whole family is supers. Yeah, he was very excited about it. And he was like, oh, my God, Elastigirl, you married Mr. Incredible and got busy. So, so he's so gross. Um, And then. Yeah. Uh, so then he locks all of them up and, 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 he's he, like, and he shows them what he's going to do and that he sent the robot and that he, only he has the remote and he's yeah. going to go and everybody's going to be like, oh my God, you're amazing. And he goes, and then I'll play around for a little bit and then eventually I'll just sell all my gadgets and then everybody will be super. So then nobody's super. So that's just what's going to happen. Yeah, that's his, that's his ultimate plan. Yeah, that's his thing. And and Mr. Incredible was like, so you killed real superheroes so you could play. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> uh, so then. <laughs> so they're all locked up. Right? Yeah. So and they're all locked up. So he's gone. He's leaving. And then, you know, Bob's having a breakthrough and he's like, I've been missing out on this whole like life and this and this. And while he's doing that, Violet force fields her way out of the thing and goes and just like releases everybody. Like, well, I think we've all dads learned a real valuable lesson. 
and then unlocks <laughs> Let's everybody. go. So then they're like running and they're like, what are we going to do? And they're like, where are all the guards? And they're all in like um like a camper kind of thing. And they're playing a drinking game. Yeah. They're like every time they run, take a shot. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. So Mr. Incredible beats the shit out of them. And then they're like, Well, how do we go? There's no jet. Like, what do we do? And it's like there's a rocket. And she's like, But I don't know how to fly a rocket. And Violet's like, You don't need to, just put in the last coordinates. And then it was like, Okay, but then I bet you they've changed the password. So then, but Mirage is, he's like, well, what, do, how do we figure it out? And Mirage was like, just say please. So she helps them to yeah. get into the rocket and, and get where they she's need to realized go. She's realized syndrome. He's no good. He is a duke. And then we cut back to the city. The robot's going crazy. It's just like blowing shit up. And he shows up like he's going to do something. Yeah, so syndrome's like showboating. And the thing is, though, he made a robot that's a learning robot, and so it sees that what's called co- what's making, um, what's causing problems, what knocks his arm off is the remote on Syndrome's arm. So the robot blows that off of his arm, and then Syndrome like freaks out and crashes and loses and like and bumps out. his head, and knocks out. He's on the building, and then the robot's just like wreaking havoc. <laughs> Frozone sees it happening. Oh, this outside is his your window. favorite this part. Is my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and he's like looking for his suit. He's in like this like nice condo. Yeah, obviously they Frozone. I don't know if it's him or his wife, but they they took care of themselves. They've done well. Um, and then, uh, so he's looking and he can't find it, and he's like. And he's like calling his wife and he's like, "Where's my super suit?" And she was like, "I put it away." And he's like, "I need it." <laughs> And she's like, oh, don't you go off going doing no daring do. <laughs> We've been playing this dinner for two months. He's like, the city's in danger. She's like, my evening is in danger. <laughs> and he's like, it's the greatest good or the greater good. She's like, greater good. I am your wife. I am the greatest good you will ever have. <laughs> I love that part. I think you say <laughs> some version of this to me like every few weeks. I love that part. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> uh, so then we cut back. <laughs> They're in the uh, rocket thing, and Helen is like holding whatever it is uh, the, the SUV camper. to yeah. the or, yeah the camper to the rocket, and he was like, "How are you?" And she's like, "Do I have to answer?" Because she's like stretched like all the way. And Dad was like, "Are we there yet?" And he was like, "We'll get there when we get there." <laughs> like, yeah. So they. They like release hell and they land perfectly on the freeway. Well, they don't land perfectly. But, I mean, they, they swerve l- a bunch, but they're they they're land driving. on the freeway. Like he was like, "This is gonna be bumpy," and then <laughs> again with like just like dynamics, <laughs> where he's like, "We have to go downtown. Like, where do we get off? Do I get off at like this?" And she's like, "No, take traction." He's like, "No, I can't take traction. I gotta go this way," and they have like this argument about where to get. <laughs> on I mean, the freeway. I think good relationship <laughs> advice is don't ask a question of your partner. If you're not going to listen to their answer. <laughs> it's just very funny. <laughs> and then, so they they finally get off and and Bob is like, I'm going to go do this on my own. And it, Helen was like, why? So like, what is wrong with you? Like, have you, you've really learned nothing. And then finally he was just like, no, I can't, like, I can't lose you guys again. Like that, that, that broke, broke me. me yeah. um, and then she's like, but if we work together, then we're going to be fine. Um, and then uh, they're all there together, and I can't remember 
why the kids were right there. But like he the robot like Violet puts up the shield Just and the robot about to like, get smushed. crushes it and and then she kind of passes out. Like it must have like hit the shield a certain way. And then, you know, so they're they're put off to the side and she's like, No, I'm fine. And Helen just puts him there. They're fighting the robot. Then they realize that the remote controls the robot. This is key. So now there's this whole thing. They're like passing the remote back and forth between everybody, trying to keep it away from the robot. And then finally, Bob realizes he remembers from when he was battling the robot the first time that the only thing that can penetrate it is itself. And yep. they have like a claw. One of it. its claws. It had shot a claw at them, yeah. like the robot. So Bob's like holding that and everybody's like slamming the buttons on the remote trying to figure out and then one makes it go and he's like oh hit that button again and somehow like they're so in sync that helen knows exactly what it's going to do yeah and so she's like holding out holding out he's like what are you waiting for she says a better target we got one shot and then they he gets closer she shoots it and and he's like duck and the thing goes through and like knocks out the brain of the robot i guess central processor um and then everybody's like woohoo and the whole like town is cheering and they're just like the supers are back and that's how you do it and yay and syndrome wakes up and he was like no like this was supposed to be my glory um and so then they're in the car they're riding back to the house and helen is listening to all the messages from kari which again if you watch jack jack attack it's like all the messages from the other side it's the it's from the other side so it's it's very cute. And they are increasingly <laughs> frantic and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what's going on. You gotta help me. And then and then it ends with like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got crazy. Thanks for sending me a replacement. And they were like, I didn't send a replacement. They realize it's syndrome. They get, they run in. He's got Jack Jack. He's sleeping and he's like, whatever. I'm going to take your kid. So I'm going to raise him. And then he's going to become my sidekick. Which is basically the plot of Sky High. Um, but <laughs> uh, do you think he showed up in Syndrome costume or did he change out of it? Like, she like, oh, this guy must be normal. Um, watch Jack-Jack Attack and it'll, it'll tell you what happens. I don't remember. That's what I'm asking. She opens the door and goes, hi, I'm Kari, the babysitter. <laughs> she looks crazy. And he's like, oh, and she's like, you must be the replacement. He was like, uh, yes, yes, I am. The S stands for sitter. There you go. Thanks. I mean, I thought about making it babysitter, but you understand why I can't be walking around with a giant BS on my shirt. Don't remember that? No. Anyways. You tell it so well. Anyways. (laughs) That's not the movie we want. So then Syndrome like breaks out. He's like leaving. Jack Jack's f- screaming. And then they're like, Helen's like, we've got to do something. We got to get him back. And then as they're up in the sky, Jack Jack, all his powers start like happening. Like all these like crazy powers. He catches on fire. He turns into like a big steel ball. He's like, he turns into this crazy monster, monster thing. Like, and he's like ripping his hair out. And, and nobody on the ground could really see what's they happening. They can't see what's happening. And then finally Helen, because she's like, throw something. He's like, I can't. I might hit Jack Jack. So finally, she's like, throw me. So he throws her up because at some point he drops Jack-Jack because Jack-Jack just went nuts on him. And she catches him. And then they're going down and she does like the parachute thing. And she's like, look at mommy. Look at mommy. And Syndrome was like, 
you know, this isn't the end. I will get your son eventually. And so Bob throws the car, which hits the plane, which then causes a whole like ripple effect. And Syndrome is at the turbine. And guess what gets him? His cape. No capes. His cape. So he gets sucked into the turbine and dies. Yep. <laughs> and the plane explodes. And then. And as they're floating down, she, when where Helen is like, look at mommy. Everything's okay. And then Jack Jack just sees like giant explosions <laughs> over his head. And then um, they, like, the final explosion is, like, over their house. And Violet has put up a shield over the entire family and kept them safe. That's my girl. And, and they're, so Helen, she knew. She's like, she'll, she'll know what to do. Um, and then it was like, do we have to move again? And they all laugh. <laughs> and the neighbor boy's like, that was totally wicked. And I feel like that kid is, does the voice of Nemo, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, in Finding Nemo. I know it was a different person in Finding Dory. But um, and then so now we're like, did it was it like months later or was it like was there like a time jump? I think it said three months later. Okay. So then they're just like at a track meet. Dash is now running track. Um and Violet's like hanging out with her friend, and Tony goes and like asks her out on a date. So they're gonna be going out. Um, and then it's really funny watching like Dash run because he sort of like is running and then he gets ahead and they're all the whole family's yelling. They're like, whoa, whoa, pull back, pull back. So then he's like, <laughs> he slows down. They're like, no, no, don't give up. Don't give up. And they're like, make his second close second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody around them was like, what's with this family? What they're weird. So then he he does exactly what they say. And the other kids are just like panting and out of breath. And he's just like, huh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> So he wins a trophy for second place. And they're like, we're so proud of you. You did such a good job. And then this like machine comes crashing out of the ground and it's the underminer. And he's like this weird mole man. And then we see them all like all the rest of the family puts on their masks and then Bob puts on his. Yeah. And then we see that they are now going to continue to crime fight. To be continued. And that is... In The Incredibles 2. Well, we didn't know that at the time. But, no. Uh, and that is The Incredibles. Yeah. I really like this movie. I do, too. It's really good. Which is why our podcast is almost as long as the movie. Oh, crap. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. We got into it. Yeah. Um, But rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rated PG Podcast and on Facebook at PG Podcast. Um, we've got some, I guess, not necessarily, there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies, so, but it's in the vein of holiday. Yeah, they're like family ish. So enjoy. Uh, we will be taking a break for Thanksgiving, uh, just so you know. And then we will be taking, um, I think we're going to be taking off uh, from like Christmas through January and coming back in February. Yeah. Um, I'll remind you guys little, in December. A little winter break. Uh, and uh, just so we can sort of like catch up with ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's a busy time of year. I'm sure you all feel it too. Um, but yeah, so please subscribe so you don't miss anything coming up. Um, and yeah, and I'm sure there will be a Nate's take all about holidays since he did one about Halloween and he does sure like holidays. He will get into the other ones as well. 
Um, uh, yeah. And just remember, if the kids aren't watching it, we ain't talking about it.